The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Gayla McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Brother Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. We're in the midst of a series titled, How to Have Unexpected Income, based upon a book of the same title by the Unity Minister, the Reverend John Walcott Adams. And I know initially we had some issues getting the book. Um, a couple of people said they were ordering it and et cetera, et cetera. But from my understanding now, everybody who wants the book has it. I've had people contact me, letting me know how much the book is benefiting them in the in the series and how it's an easy read and they can do the prayer treatment and, you know, they can, you know, they're working with the shift in consciousness, which is fantastic and beautiful. So my request for this show along uh, this series is to make sure you actually, one, buy the book and read it, two, work with the prayer treatment for unexpected income at least twice every day, in the morning, in the evening, and if possible, uh, sometime in the middle of the day or several times in the middle of the day. It's concentrating and focusing on that which you want to experience in your life. So the chapters that I've been covering uh, since we actually covered the chapters on the prayer treatment are basically explaining the prayer treatment. So we're on chapter eight now, and it's the name of this chapter is Right Demonstrations. 
right demonstrations. And the part of the statement from the prayer that it, it explains actually is, I believe true prosperity includes the demonstration of right living conditions, right activity, and genuine happiness. I love that. I believe true prosperity because what ends up happening is people have all these different concepts of what they think prosperity is and isn't. But he's saying true prosperity includes the demonstration of right living conditions, right activity, and genuine happiness. So in other words, uh, you know, living like a pauper, and it, you know, is not by choice. Let me be clear on that. Not by choice. It's not the right demonstration of living conditions. Uh, because if you want more and it's not what you're experiencing, then that's not the right demonstration for, for living conditions because you're desiring to live in a, in, in a space that is consistent with the beauty that uh, divine order, cleanliness, and other things that express prosperity and abundance, right activity. In other words, you know the the things that that are proper and in divine order are demonstrating in your life. The good is coming to you, and genuine happiness. In other words, we're saying a new thought that prosperity includes being happy. This is why. In the Universal Foundation for Better Living, our first statement of faith is we believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. It's really important that we understand that happiness matters. You know, in the Old Testament, it's a lot of talk about the joy of the Lord because part of being in alignment with truth is the joy of the Lord being in the space that no matter what I am expressing the, the peace, the joy, the love, the grace, the understanding of God in my everyday experience. So he goes on to say on page 51. Unfortunately, some people believe that their lot in life is to struggle, eck out a living, and live a drab, colorless life. You know, it reminds me of this commercial that's going on right now, and I can't remember the company, but this is, they're called the Settlers. And basically, everyone around them are, um, everyone around them is living a life that's more consistent with modern times, but they're still living as if they were settlers in the in the early 19th century, you know, house, you know, uh, no modern electricity, no modern whatever, and basically telling people, you don't want that stuff. Just go ahead and do the things the way we've always done. Settle for less. Settle for the way things uh, have always, for the way things have always been done. We have to be mindful that we don't settle in life. We have to be really careful because it's, 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 it's settling is slick because if, if you start to think that you can't make it or this is maybe this is just the way it's going to be, then you'll stop trying. And when you stop trying, that's literally giving up. So he goes on to say in the next paragraph, what do you believe about prosperity? That's key. What do you believe about prosperity? 
so when you start start to think about prosperity, when that word comes up in mind, what does it trigger? Have you put limitations on it? What do you think is possible for you when it comes to financial freedom? I'm now I can talk about the other things when it comes to prosperity, but I just want to deal with that right now. Have you put limitations on it? Have You've been too willing to settle for less and live in surroundings you don't really enjoy. In other words, you don't like it. You know you don't like it. And you deal with it. But sooner or later, being in that space drains you. Drains your energy. On the contrary, is your life filled with the kind of activity activity that keeps life interesting and worth living? Now, this is key because when life stays the same, it loses its flavor. This is why in life you got to change it up sometimes. This is what vacations are for. This is what activities are for. This is why we learn new things. This is why we take the seminars and the workshops. This is why we take the dance classes. This is why we put the kids in karate. This is why we take the swimming lessons. This is why we, you know, we, you know, if you go to uh, even uh, a video game stores, they'll have uh, a section of used games because people will play the game become bored with them, and then turn the games back over so they can purchase a new game. We have to have flavor in life. We have to have newness in life. And if we're experiencing the same old everything, life gets boring. We have to learn how to change it up. The book goes on to say, are you as happy and fulfilled as you want to be. Now, I think that there's a difference between saying as you want to be, because I think there's something within the human psyche that always wants more. So we have to train ourselves to be at peace, even though we always desire greater expression. So I don't want this to be a statement that says continue to chase the carrot for your happiness or your peace, because I I believe happiness is the inside job. I believe peace is an inside job. I believe all of life is an inside job. The issue is making sure that the things we really seek to express in our lives aren't being put in the layaway of the soul because we don't want to address the beliefs we have around prosperity, success, and well-being. We have to be present to the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs of that are driving our divine discontent. When we're in this space where we know we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, we know we're not where we need to be, and sometimes we know we're not around the people we need to be around. That's the divine discontent. We have to get to the space to where we push through For our breakthrough. Back to the book. He goes on to say on page 52. 
if you do not fully believe and accept that the universe wants you to live splendidly and demonstrate in accord with that, you can change your thinking. True prosperity absolutely includes the demonstration of right living conditions, right activity and genuine happiness. What does he mean by that? He says right living conditions means to be beautifully clothed, housed and transported in a manner that makes you feel best. Why? Because you want it. You know, you know, sometimes we feel as though we have to justify wanting prosperity. We have to justify uh, wanting abundance, justify having the best, justify living a first class experience. You don't have to feel guilty. If you, if you have accumulated what you desire by right of consciousness in an ethical, loving, and lawful way, then, then there's no reason, none, absolutely none, no reason to feel guilty. You earned it. Now enjoy it. You know, some people can't even accept compliments well, let alone abundance. Some folks feel as though that, you know, if if they're living too good, they start to think about what everybody else is experiencing. And that's not I'm not saying not don't have compassion. I'm not saying that you shouldn't um, be your brother's keeper in some instances. What I am saying is you can't feel guilty about living better than you have before. You have to be able to own the space you're in. So you can attract more of it. It has to become your new vibration. So if you want a reason why you should be prosperous, it's because you want it, because you said so, because you want to be to be prosperous. You don't have to have another reason. Now, obviously, we say, you know, it's God's will that every individual live a healthy, happy and prosperous life. And that's great. And I agree with that. But I'm going to take it a step further. Because I want it. Because I said so. And that's good enough for me. Sooner or later, you have to stop giving, looking for reasons to have what you say you desire instead of just just being honest and saying, I want it. Why do I want that? Whatever car it is, because I want it. Why do I want that house? Because I want to. Why do I want to go on this vacation? Because I want to. And be okay with that. Why do I want to be a millionaire? Because I want to be a millionaire. Because I want to be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do it. With who I want to do it with as long as I want to do it. And I don't want to make any apologies about it. All right. Next paragraph states. uh, He says, you don't have to live in an extravagantly in a palatial mansion with servants to be prosperous there's nothing wrong with that but the idea is to live without want that's the key but the idea is to live without want to easily have what you desire to live beautifully and happily just the just imagine what that means in your life to live a life without want and what that basically means is this 
you're not making decisions based upon what you think you don't have financially. Because if I had to give a reason why prosperity is so important, besides I want it, is summed up in one word, freedom. When you don't have the money that you need to handle your responsibilities, let alone have some fun or share, give, and support the things that matter to you, it can be very constricting on the soul because you want to do things and you feel as though you you don't have enough that creates stress, it creates frustration. Uh, it's, money is the number one cause of uh, money issues. Is the number one cause of divorce. It's real. Not having enough money to handle your business literally stresses people out to the point of some folks going to depression. Some people become suicidal. Some people uh, turn to substance abuse, like you know, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, all type of things. Some people never go there, but they walk around on edge because it's an aspect of life that's just frustrating because you're always staring at more month than money. We should rightfully want prosperity because it represents the freedom that we seek. Sometimes you want to be able to help people that you love and you're looking at what you have and trying to figure out how you can help them and take care of what you have to take care of. People have big ideas about what they want to do and how they want to do it and they start looking what what they have. So a book like this and a teaching like New Thought is to help shift the consciousness so we can start thinking in alignment with the abundance of God. And if I'm one with God, I'm one with the source of all good, then I'm one with the potential and possibility of all wealth. But I have to know that for myself. And this is why it's important to really get this, to live what I want. He says at the bottom of page 52, the place where you really live is in your mind. And you should make that as beautiful as you can. So as you start to work on being a prosperous thinker, a prosperous thinker, you shift your life in, and you start to see opportunities that weren't there before. You start to ex- attract people, places, and experiences that help support your new prosperity thinking. It always starts in the mind. He goes on to say on page 53 that there is never a need to engage in dishonest or unscrupulous ventures in order to gain riches. Again, this is talking about making sure that you're doing is, is ethical, it's moral, it's an integrity, and legal. We need to really be present to that and what that means. 
uh, we're about a minute or so from our first break. So I do want to remind you that this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely receive, freely give, go to unity.fm, click on the donate button, and help support this online ministry that is sending this message all over the world. Literally, I get messages from people from other countries, uh, you know, emails, um, responses on my Facebook page, etc. Uh, make sure that you go to my, if you have Facebook, go to my Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Like the page. I share different things on the page to help support the uh, the empowerment of the individual. So make sure that you check it out. Um, I also want to be present that to, you know, if you live in the Chicagoland area, stop by Christ Universal Temple. We'd love to see you. We'd love to worship with you. Uh, whether it's in a class for a Sunday service to, between 10.30 a.m. And, and noon. And always remember that you can go to www.cutemple.org. That's our website, cutemple.org, and watch lesson sermons. We also have a YouTube page, CU Temple, and you can watch different lessons from Reverend Wells and his ministerial team. With that, we'll take our first break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Someone once said there are two ways to get to the top of an oak tree. Climb the tree or plant an acorn and wait. If we expect changes to happen in our lives, we may want to consider climbing. Plus, changes needn't be monumental. Sometimes it's as easy as an attitude shift. Life is what we bring to it. Do you have a job that seems less than exciting? When you walk through the door, bring joy with you. Life looks better when viewed through a positive attitude. Are you facing a health challenge or surgery? Get rid of your fears by focusing instead on spirit working in and through you. When you remember that with God all things are possible, your outlook cannot help but change. Today, wherever you go, whatever you face, do so with joyous expectations. Release your inner splendor and allow the light and love of God to guide your way. This Mindful Moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition, perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Give it a test run with our 30-day free trial offer. Learn more at unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. 
listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. If you want to call into the show to ask me a question, you can call in at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. Uh, you know, again, don't hesitate to call if you have a question. All right, page 53. Genuine happiness comes through getting in touch with the real energy of right living conditions and activity. That energy is love and empowers you to live lovingly, happily, and prosperously. This is really important because right living conditions are based upon love because the thing about love that we have to always be mindful of is it expresses as harmony and compassion and kindness, you know, cooperation and who doesn't want more of that in their, you know, I would say in their right mind, more love, compassion, cooperation, you know, harmony in their lives. So right living conditions will always be based on love. All right. So turning the page, then we go to the next statement on page 54. This word, which I speak in faith, believing activates the law of increased universal good. For me, and I expect to see rich results now. He quotes Charles Fillmore, who wrote, The secret of demonstration is to conceive what is true in being and to carry out the concept in thought, word, and act. So, the secret of demonstration. Now, here's the thing about demonstration that we need to be clear on. There is no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. That's a quote by Emmy Fox. But that also means that demonstration is always happening. Whatever is Expressing in our current life experience is the demonstration. So what we want is preferred demonstrations or desired demonstrations or intentional demonstrations of good. So the secret of demonstration is to conceive what is true in being or in God or in divine mind or spirit. So this is why in New Thought we tell people to think, pray, meditate on the ideal in spirit because okay what's true about God in this experience that's what we have to conceive then we carry out the concept in thought word and deed so in the context of prosperity there's no lack in the universe because God is omnipresent and God is omnipresence actually and God as substance is what I need to conceive in my mind that God's all potentiality and possibility expresses as abundance everywhere it is recognized and realized. Everywhere it is recognized and realized. And I have to carry out that concept in my every thought, word, and act. So in other words, I'm thinking in alignment with that truth. I'm speaking in alignment with that truth. And I'm acting in alignment with that truth. 
even though factually I'm not seeing it yet. I'm calling forth those things that be not as though they were. That is just written in the, the book of Romans or the epistle to the Romans. Anyway, page 55. He goes on to say, you're affirming, next paragraph, you're affirming does not make them true, meaning the words, but it is the realization that they are already true. Affirmations do not make things true. Affirmations are a mental acknowledgement of what is already true in God. He says, further, you are accepting that your declarations activate universal substance, which I just mentioned, which will manifest in the form of expected and unexpected financial blessings. So as you are working with the concept in mind, as Fillmore was talking about, or with the statement, you know, part of the prayer treatment, this word, which I speak in faith, believing, activates the law of increased universal good for me, and I expect to see rich results now, you are shifting your thinking away from lack and, and a sense of separation to abundance and oneness. So, I'm moving on to chapter 9, Claim and Accept. And again, if you have questions, please call 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. So, this chapter is, is titled Claim and Accept. And it states, I visualize the financial good I expect. I see it coming to me now, richly and abundantly. So he states, visualization is an important part of using the prayer treatment for unexpected income because it involves the exercise of your wonderful imagination. So we know that we're going to be working with imagination. It is essential that you spend some time in mentally picturing the financial increase that you're expecting as well as demonstrating high-powered faith. So in other words, even as we're doing these treatments in the morning and in the evening every day, it is good just to sit down after you do the work and just give yourself a few minutes just to visualize and see the good that you desire. Play with it in your head. Play with it. You know, the imagination has two basic functions. One is is to utilize it for, you know, thinking, because thinking is imaging, you know, forming and shaping thought. But it's also utilized by spirit, God, divine mind, infinite intelligence, as the projector or the uh, screen for the projection of the goal, the dream, the vision. So when you receive from God, you normally see it. Some people say in my mind's eye, I saw it. That That's because it's being played on the screen of the imagination. It's giving you a picture of what's possible. So it's really important that, that you develop this faculty because if you develop it at a higher level, it transforms forms from visualization to what Michael Beckwith calls visioning, which is when you're capturing the ideal or vision that God has for you in your life, which is God's life in expression. 
All right. Next page, 58. Your imagination in your imagination you can give form to your desired increase. Attempt to see with your mind the desired good, then pour the substance of your faith into that mold. In other words, form it and shape it. Uh, you know, going back to a, a an old example that uh, Reverend Coleman used to use, she would say, the substance of God is like a great big piece of cookie dough, and your mind is like a cookie cutter, and you take the cookie cutter and you place it in the dough, and this formless dough now takes on a form. That's what we do in the imagination. We form and shape the formless. Then we have to believe and have faith in that which we have formed in mind that it is ours now. That's what the writer meant when he said pour the substance of your faith into that mold. Okay, now that you have a form and shape, now you got to activate. And belief is the activator of faith. All right, next paragraph. He wrote, some people have a vague concept of of the increased prosperity that they desire. It may be due to fear because they are accustomed to thinking in limited ways or a long-held belief that one must work hard for every dollar. Sometimes people suffer from mental laziness and don't consciously use their imaginations to create increased financial supply. So in other words, to borrow a term from Reverend Ike, you must be definite with the infinite. You must be definite with the infinite. If I went down to downtown Chicago and I decided to get in the John Hancock building and I want to go to the 99th floor where they have the restaurant where people can eat and eat some good food and look out over the lake and over the, uh, the uh, downtown area, I would have to get in the elevator and press a button because the button activates the power and it tells the intelligence in the elevator where I want to go. When we're vague in life, when we don't have any focus, any concentration, any definite intent, we're not telling the power where we want to go. So we kind of drift like a piece of wood in a river. You know, and our lives don't turn out the way we want them to turn out because we're not in the space we need to be. We have to have some intentionality to life. In other words, we need to make sure that we're being definite with the infinite. What am I putting my mind on? What am I putting my mind on? Next paragraph. Your imagination is powerful and it is wise to spend time in visualizing what you want. This is why people make things like image books and treasure maps and vision boards because it gives people an opportunity to start to visualize and think about what they want. But it's, you know, but as you make those things, you have to not just make them. You have to stop and you have to look at them. You have to visualize. You have to stop and literally internalize it. Make it a part of who you are, like in every cell of your being. This is why I tell people at times, you know, you know, go to the to the open houses of the big homes that maybe right now financially 
uh, you don't have the money to buy. Just go to the open house. Just walk around and, and, and just smell the, the, the prosperous air in the home. Go to the car dealer and get your phone out. Take somebody with you or ask somebody to just take a picture with you. You don't have to stop and talk to a dealer. Can I help you? No, I'm just here to take some pictures with me in the car. Literally. And just take pictures of you driving and posing and leaning and looking and whatever. And guess what? Then you can just look at those things and put them on your computer screen or make it a screensaver or, uh, you know, make it a part of your meditative practice. You say, well, that's that's uh, superficial and that's materialistic. No, it's putting your mind on what you say you desire. You know, if. You know, you know when uh, you watch people who are into like working out, they have a lot of workout magazines, books, and things of that nature, and some of them posters of bodybuilders and things of that nature because they want to make sure that they're keeping that image in the forefront of their minds. When you go, uh, you know, you can go to a martial arts studio and you'll see. Pictures of masters in their uniforms or Bruce Lee or whoever in the actual dojo because everything in the dojo is set to put your minds in the space of I'm here to do martial arts, whatever that art is. Well, if you want your space to be prosperous, then you have to create even outwardly the intention to go along with your inner vision. So what does that look like? You know, just make sure that, you know, what you have is clean and in order. Start there. Start blessing what you have. You want another car, bless the one you have. You want another residence, bless the one you have. You want more money, take the wallet or the purse and take it and bless it and visualize it and see it full. These are just steps. Visualize yourself on the cruise. Visualize yourself on that beach. Smell the air. Feel your feet walking through the water in the sand. You have to go there in mind. You have to pull it up in mind. So when it says, I go before you, your state of consciousness, your highest state of consciousness, your div- the, the, the divine activity of your consciousness is going before you to prepare a place for you and will come back and will receive you to itself. Be intentional and consistent about what you want. Keep your mind on what you want. Turn off the stuff that you don't need to watch. See, if when you see, it's the thing about wanting to get your good that requires a certain level of focus. You have to maintain the focus of what you want. You know, I, I can't remember the name or what they call it, but I remember I, years ago I went to this um, um, Aikido tournament. It was a um, Yoshinkan. Aikido and this master flew in from Canada and he was a really high ranking person who studied in Japan 
And after he would do the techniques and he would throw in the people all over the place. Uh, one of the things that he was getting on the black belts students about was they were breaking their concentration. He would say, even when they fall, when you get up, your eye concentration has to be completely on the person that you're dealing with. In other words, I forgot what the term, but it didn't make a difference what they were doing. He was talking about an intent and, and being present to what was actually happening and what your next intent was to do with your, as far as your technique. And it was, it was amazing because he would just stand there in front of people and, and make them just look him in the eye or they would be on their knees and he's just standing there in front of them with his hands in front of them and their hands in front of them projecting energy back and forth. And he was teaching them. Don't be concerned with the rest of the people in the class right now. Don't be concerned with the people in the audience right here, right now. What needs to happen in this space right here, right now? We get distracted. See, because in martial arts, if you get distracted, that's you're getting hit. And if you're getting hit or worse, that could be your potential physical life. So he was teaching people, how do you stay very present to what you want to do? And I'm saying, how do you stay present to what you want to do? You have to be there. So we're going to take our last break uh, and then I'm going to come back and finish this chapter. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Weather forecasters can provide guesstimates based on scientific data, but in the end, we cannot know with absolute certainty what the weather will be until we live it. Life works the same way. We may think we know what's going to happen, expecting the best while preparing for the worst. We can keep a positive frame of mind and weather any storm because we are one with the ever-present miracle-working power of God. We are mightier than any circumstance on this earth because we are divine in nature and a part of the eternal. We live in a world where we can realize our possibilities because we know that with God all things are possible. And the way to keep our hearts and minds centered and focused on divine potentialities is through prayer. As author Francis W. Folks wrote in her book, Effectual Prayer, If the time of achievement seems long, pray. If the way seems dark, pray. If the results seem delayed, pray. Morning, noon, and night, pray. Pray without ceasing. This mindful moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. For more than 90 years, Daily Word has helped people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Take advantage of our 30-day free trial of the digital edition. You'll receive access to the online magazine, a daily email with the word for the day, and the Daily Word app. To sign up for the 30-day free trial, visit unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. 
This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm on page 58 of the book, How to Have Unexpected Income. All right, so bottom of page 58. He wrote, if you, st- if you still cannot visualize, then try to form word pictures in your mind. The important thing is to hold in mind the best you can that which you want to have or, or achieve. So then he gives this um, formula of mind idea expression. Now, mind idea expression is how we teach the Trinity and um, unity, metaphysics, Fillmorean theology or the Charles and Myrtle feel more brand theologically of new thought. You know, they're major brands of how it's taught. You know, there's the unity and it's people who broke off from unity, but mainly teach the same version of the theology. Um, Universal Foundation for Better Living through Reverend Coleman. She was a unity minister who left and started her own thing, but she didn't change the theology. Uh, you have Ernest Holmes Religious Science Group which is now Center for Spiritual Living. You have Divine Science, which is Melinda Kramer, Nona Brooks, Fannie Mae James, etc. You have the Infinite Way people, Joe Goldsmith, uh, etc. And, and a lot of smaller groups. Neville has his way of teaching um, meta- Christian metaphysics, new thought, etc. I say all that to say that in, in our brand of new thought, mind, idea, expression is the Holy Trinity. Mind, Father, Idea, Son, Expression, Holy Spirit. Now, he's not teaching it in this context, but it's, I just want to point that out. And, you know, maybe one day I'll do a show where we go through some of those terms. Anyway, first is mind, the idea, then expression of the idea. So, obviously, you work with a thing in mind until you grasp the idea. Because mind, a mind can only produce ideas. And then the idea has to have an expression. All right. So what he says in the next paragraph is uh, create a vivid picture. He says, first of all, he says, take time, close your eyes, see in your imagination a financial good you desire. Create a vivid picture of cash. See people giving you money often. Hold the picture clearly in mind and see yourself gratefully receiving. This is playing within your mind. Just people giving you money. You're like, well, why would people give me money? Why not? 
<laughs> See, part of being uh, a metaphysical student is being a little illogical when it comes to facts. You have to get to the place to, to understand that if this is yours by right of consciousness, the universe is not limited in the ways it can uh, bring it into your experience. So if it is possible that in you demonstrating truth, you giving service, you being the authentic light that you are, that people will just want to give you money. And I know that sounds like really weird, but all you're doing is visualizing it. And you can put it around for my service, for my love, for what I give to the universe. People give me money. You can play with it in your mind however you want to do it. But just writing you big checks and sending you on vacations and et cetera. You know, what, what's really funny about prosperity is the more you have, the more people tend to want to give you stuff. Because it goes along with the consciousness. Like, you know, it's rare that you'll see somebody say, oh, I gave this person um, you know, I sent this person on an all expense trade, uh, all expense paid trip to London. And you're like, well, that person already has money. Well, it just goes along with their prosperity consciousness. You know, to he who has more, more will be given. To he who does not have even that which he has will be taken from him. That's not Galen McDowell. That's Jesus. Moving on. He says, let it be real and living color so that you may have the feeling that it is already yours because it is. Again, feeling is the blessing, as Reverend Ike used to say. Accept it in faith. Give thanks and move on. He says, remember to see your good coming to you richly and abundantly. Remember to see your good coming to you richly and abundantly. The universe never limits its provision or the quality of that provision, and neither should you. It is just as easy to visualize plenty of the best as a little of as a little of, of poor quality. The subconscious mind, this is key, does not know the difference. It will give to you what you envision and believe to be true. So if, because the subconscious mind doesn't deal in time, past, present, future, quantity or quality, it only deals with the understanding of creating the blueprint through which divine law reproduces as experience in our life, world, and affairs. So it's just as easy to think plenty as it is to think lack or a little bit. This is why Reverend Coleman used to always say, how big is your God? How big is your God? How big is your God? She was challenging people on it. How big is your God? All right. He goes on to say on page 61. As you declare the words of the prayer treatment each day, take a few moments to visualize money. Determine how much more you desire, perhaps for a new car, home, travel, or good purposes. How much would those things cost? See that money coming to you easily. Better yet, see yourself with the money now. He says, if you desire a new car, picture yourself owning it and driving it. Use the prayer treatment, then let the money come in God's own good way. Next paragraph, visualize other things you want to see and have your and see yourself having them now. In other words, he's again, all of this is about being intentional with your imagination. 
intentional with your thinking, creating, creating the space that you need to do what you need to do. Page 62 says, I claim and accept it for myself now. Make your claim on the universe for what you expect to receive. You deserve it as much as anyone. I deserve the best as much as anybody on the planet. Skip a paragraph. It says you have been invited as an honored guest to life's banquet table of rich abundance. But we have to accept the invitation. He says on page 63, not only is it essential for you to stake your claim, but to accept it also. To accept it also. He says at life's banquet table, you may claim and accept what is yours by putting whatever you want on your plate. Bring a big plate. More than enough is yours, so claim it and accept it now. I want you to think about the the relative that comes over for the family barbecue or the Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter dinner. And not only do they make the biggest plate, they leave with plates. I want you to be that person when it comes to God's abundance. You know, you ever look at that person like, man, this person leaving with five, six plates. (laughs) Guess what? When it comes to God's prosperity, God's health, God's well-being, God's peace, God's love, you should be making as many plates as you desire and as big as you want. Page 64. I am grateful in advance. I bless all the good I have now and I bless the increase. An attitude of gratitude is essential. It is through a grateful heart that your good comes more rapidly. So as we open up with an attitude of gratitude, we're creating the consciousness for overflow, for more. At the bottom of page 64, he wrote, it is essential to be grateful in advance. In advance. Give thanks before you ever see it. Give thanks before you ever see it. Give thanks. He says it this way on page 65. Uh, next to last paragraph by giving thanks before your expected good arrives regardless of appearances you send out a positive magnetic force which will literally attract your desired income that's why you think in advance you're creating the consciousness that that radiates what you want to attract give thanks in advance even though you do not know how your good is coming in other words the universe is unlimited by your intellect all right be mindful. He says, you don't need to know how. Be grateful that it is. Give thanks before receiving in faith that the universe is cooperating with you. This creates expectancy. Expect to receive and you will. Page 66. And we're going to. I already talked about this. We talked about blessing you what you already have. Bless your family, friends, home, car, finances. Bless your wallet. Bless your checkbook. Bless your bills. Bless the bills that you don't have the financial income right now to possibly pay. Just take them in your hand and bless them. Again, getting really intentional. Then he says on page 67, now picture in your mind your desired financial increase and give thanks and bless it as though it already appeared. Allow yourself to get the feeling of having it now. Even says, bless yourself for being the wonderful person. Take, put your hands on your body and your heart and lungs and bless, you know, not literally on, you know, your, on your chest and bless your heart for beating and lungs for breathing and your digestive system and the circulation and the brain that's working. Bless, bless. When you bless, you're invoking good upon a thing. Be 
a blessing. Be a blessing. So, be grateful. Give thanks in advance. Develop that attitude of gratitude because that's based on love. So, next week, we're going to cover chapters 10 and 11. Keep working with the material. If you don't have the book, order the book. So you can be in alignment with the consciousness of all of the people that are working with this book through this show and all over the world since this book has been out. God bless you. Enjoy your day. And we'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It's been said that the way to build a peaceful world is one person at a time. Think about it. Haven't we all been in situations where one person's attitude, his or her state of mind and way of being, had a profound effect on everyone in the group? We may have seen times when the effect was negative, caused by gossip or backbiting. But we've all seen times where one person changed an environment in a positive way. By maintaining a friendly attitude of goodwill toward everyone, he or she gradually influenced more and more members of the group to do the same. Before long, the positive attitude became the norm. Peace began with one person. I look for opportunities to be that person. Peace can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. 
Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 